All right, it might be time to panic about the 2023 Philadelphia Eagles after another blowout loss to a contender, this time the Dallas Cowboys. I'll recap right here on Locked on Eagles coming your way. You are Locked on Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of the Lockdown Eagles podcast is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use the code in all lowercase NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm Louis DiBiase, joined as always by Gino Camilleri. And uh, if I had to put that game in two words, Gino, after Sunday night's 33-13 loss at Dallas, I would just say, oh no, like that was very alarming. Like we didn't want to panic. Me and you were very objective after that San Francisco 49ers loss. We said, like, this is a red flag. They just got beaten badly and exposed for their real weaknesses by the other team that's probably the best in the NFC that's going to push you to get to the Super Bowl. You can't let that happen to the other team that's going to push you to get to the Super Bowl in the NFC and the Dallas Cowboys. And I thought they showed up even less this time. Then that game against San Francisco, they looked lifeless. They looked like they had no answers from the start. Their elite units were non-existent. Their weaknesses were exposed yet again. I don't know, man. I'm not saying it's time to panic where this is the 2015 Eagles or the 2018 window was closed or 2021. They just clearly weren't the legitimate playoff contender their record said. I don't think they're there yet. But when it comes to being the favorite in the NFC, in the NFC East for the one seed, in that way, I think it is time to panic because I don't think they're that team anymore. It really felt, and I make this analogy when it comes to the UFC and fighting of the yep. number one contenders, and it felt like there were three of them. It felt like you, Dallas, yep. San Francisco. You took on those two, and boy, you got put on the mat both times, and now you have to go back down to the middle of the class and figure out truly who you are because those two teams are they outclassed you the last two weeks. Are that's the Eagles... It, that's putting it nicely. Yeah. We're going to try and put a little bit of a positive spin for this negative episode that it is going to be. But, man, it's so hard to look at it and not think about that 2021 Raiders game, how empty you felt after that game, or the 2018 game New against Orleans. the Saints when I think everybody has that same feeling that Malcolm Jenkins did, throwing the bird. And I think we're all throwing that bird kind of towards the Eagles right now because... Taking a step back, we knew that this stretch was going to be tough, and you knew these games were going to be difficult. And you're 3-2 and two in this stretch, but you didn't think it was going to be like this to where the point of our, our friends over at Locked On Cowboys, Marcus Mosier and I agreed that this, in the last six years of us doing these shows, was the most pivotal of all of these matchups. And the Eagles yeah. came out flatter than a bunch of broke-down Amazon packages that you're going to have after the Christmas season. It was terrible. It was lifeless. There was no fight from them. and Lifeless is the perfect word, you know, and that's it was, so disappointing. It, yeah, it was, it was disappointing more than anything because, because that's not this team, man. It's, that's not da- it's Dallas, dude. Like, wh- how yeah. do you come out there like that? And, it, I don't and again, like, if you lose, you're the five seed. They're now mm-hmm. the five seed. Yeah, they are. After not showing up against San Francisco, A.J. Brown said himself after the game against the Niners, like, we did not match their energy the majority of mm-hmm. that game. You'll see what happens against Dallas. 
they showed up even less. I don't know if it's the schedule that's got them beat down right now. I don't know if they're just exhausted, if they just don't believe in this coaching staff right now, if they've lost confidence, but it's very unlike this Eagles team, right? I just think the character, the personalities, we normally say things don't snowball with this team. They overcome adversity. They bounce back better than any Eagles team we've ever seen. And yet you would have thought yesterday, again, I'm not saying this is the 2015 Eagles that need to be blown up. I'm not saying it's the 2018 Eagles that we thought the window did close on. This is a 10-3 and team still with a lot of talent and everything's still in front of them. But for the last two games, it felt like I was watching a Chip Kelly-led Eagles or a 2018-level Eagles team in the middle of the season where it's like, were we wrong about this football team? And that's, again, just not like this team. Sometimes you need to be punched in the face and have a reality check. And I feel that way How for you and I punched, right now, though, man, because they weren't, they were struggling with the wins even. Before oh no. I'm losses. saying for you, for you and I, like oh, we sure. we were like, Oh, we, maybe I we were, that. Yeah. yeah, maybe we needed that. But when do they need that? Like if we, if yesterday was not it, at what point do you say we re- we might have to change some things how to it to a deeper deficits, level do you know how many first half deficits do you need the last four games are down at halftime 24 to 6 14 to 6 17 to 7 17 to 7 i mean how many more times do you need it to get done before it that's where it reminds me of 2018 it's like how many first half slow starts does it take for this team to just figure it out how many times does it take running your quarterback and taking unnecessary hits until you stop running your quarterback yeah, or right. how many times can you just try to push the ball down the field on first down with vertical shots when that clearly hasn't been working. And how many times can you play soft off zone coverage that just doesn't work and do things that make it more difficult for you than it already is because it hasn't been coming easy to you. And it especially isn't coming easy to you now to where it really feels Mike grow ask on offense and, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say Juan Castillo bad on defense, but it's no, Billy Davis bad. bad but no, it's Billy Davis bad. You know, on the second point. and third level, it feels like that. Again, Definitely. the front four has been amazing this year, although they've been nowhere to be found the last two games. But on the second and third level, I think you're not being dramatic comparing it to Juan Castillo or Billy Davis. They've allowed 30-plus points in three straight games. They have not done that since 2015. And you don't have... Byron Maxwell and Leotis McKelvin, you have well, that's what's so an all pro and maybe a Hall of Famer. In theory. I, Slay played the best the last two weeks, in my opinion. I, I think out of anybody, he's probably absolved of this. Yes. But Bradbury, you put it perfectly. He aged like a glass of milk out in hot daylight. Like it's, it's just been really bad. And they look slow in the secondary and they look talentless at linebacker. Like, let's just put it plainly. They yeah. Just it's like, it's ugly in the middle of the field. Yeah. And Howie Roseman can't be absolved of this either. It, it really is a, yeah. a full organizational look at yourself in the mirror. And if you don't like what you see, which if you looking at yourself right now, yeah. it, it, to me, I'll get personal. Like there got to a point about a year and a half ago where I looked at myself in the mirror and I'm like, you are disgusting. Like you need to do something. That's what the Eagles team needs to do right now. Like this is gross. Lou, that was gross. Your defense put up more points than your offense. That can't can't happen against the Dallas Cowboys and San Francisco 49ers. You didn't score a single touchdown. And I mean, you scored what one meaningful one against San Francisco in the third quarter to pull with an eight. And then that was it. If that's so you've, meaningful, you scored if. one important touchdown in the two games you needed badly against the two other contenders in the NFC. So yes, 
like we're comparing these two games to the 2015 Eagles to the 2018 debacles and 2021. You could even say 2020. They're better than those teams. They're 10 and three. They still have a ton of talent. They play Seattle next week. They might not have Geno Smith. You play the Giants twice. You play Arizona. Like they can still turn this thing around. We're not saying to blow this thing up, but it was alarming because the 2022 Eagles never got handled that badly. And for them to do it two games straight, like, yes, you have weaknesses that that 2022 Eagles team did not. And Dallas and San Francisco have exposed that to the world. And it's why you're probably the third favorite now compared to those other two teams, because your weaknesses are a lot weaker than theirs. But, you know, they still have way too much talent at so many important Mm -hmm. spots for them to look that bad. Like they should be, even if you're losing to those two teams, you should not be getting handled. Like like you said, it was gross. Yeah, it was gross. It's it's that point when you hit your New Year's resolution, you're like, you really got to get it into high gear, man. Like, you got to – I think somebody asked A.J. Brown a question of, do you have to change your preparation going into these games? And it's like, yeah, absolutely. 100%. That's, that's what you have to do. You got to change your diet. You got to change the way that you approach it mentally. You got to change the way you approach it physically. That's quite literally what it is. That's – that's what I said when I said I looked at myself. I'm like, dude, you got you got to lose some weight here. This Eagles team needs to shed the bad weight, Lou. Like they have a lot of baggage in a bad way. Yeah. And they are starting to get a reputation that is not good. DeMarcus Lawrence had a quote after that game that was very concerning. It's like when a team gets punched in the face and you hit them again and again and again and then they quit and you hit them again and again and again. Like that's how you went. That's what this sucks. Eagles team they they, they just quit. folded. They folded like team, a cheap I've, Walmart lawn chair, man. And I've never it's seen this bad. team quit. That, that's what sucks. Is I've Even last week, like me and you were not happy with the message Nick Sirianni sent. He made it way too personal with San Francisco. It was way too rivalry-oriented. But at least they had some passion and some fight in that game. This was the first time I've seen this core in the Nick Sirianni-Jalen Hurts era roll over and die from almost the start. Yeah, 2021 Raiders. That's why yeah, I think that's, it's the, that's it's the, the perfect vibe. analogy. It, it just felt like halfway, not even right before halftime. Like that's when you were a, you were a dead dog walking. Was once they scored that touchdown, it was over. There yeah. was no message you could say at halftime. You came out flat. I there agree. was nothing that you were going to say in that ten minute period that was going to change the mentality, the preparation, everything that no. has went into the last two weeks. No, they looked dead. They looked dead, and I don't know yeah, what the reason was, but. The minute it was halfway through the first quarter, I was watching that game and I'm like, they're not here today. Like they're the Eagles you are out there, but they're not here. First drive and have multiple false yeah. starts on plays that should oh, you be tell. scripted. Do you know you can on tell instantly. scripted plays you're seeing false yeah. starts. It's like you know yeah. exactly where you should be. You should be prepared. Jalen Hurts shouldn't fumble the football. AJ Brown shouldn't fumble the football. Devontae Smith shouldn't fumble the football. You shouldn't score zero touchdowns on offense. You shouldn't allow ten drives of consecutive touchdowns and or field goals in the last two weeks. Fundamental football is flawed for this Philadelphia Eagles team right now. It is bad. It is gross. It is everything in between. Whatever adjective you want to put on it, it is ugly. This team needs to figure it out because as sick as it is, Lou, this team controls their own destiny still. I know. That's and they turned it around in 2021. We've seen this core do it before, even with other coaching staffs in 2018 and in 2019 and 2017 as well. They can do it again. They're still only 10-3, and three, but they've got a lot of issues right now to fix. And I think one main one is coaching. And, Gina, we got to get into that coming up next as we continue to recap a brutal loss, 33-13 to 13, the final. The Dallas Cowboys take it over the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll be right back. This is the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Before we do that, we have a message from our friends over at DoorDash. 
Lou, we did this show early. I need to get some breakfast. So, DoorDash, I keep it in my nice little bag right here. Every time they drop my breakfast or lunch off to me, I keep it in my nice little warming bag. And you can get whatever you want to try and get rid of the Eagles Blues. I would go and get a De Rossi steak right now or a Santucci's pizza or a hoagie from Wawa just to eat my sorrows away. That's what I was doing yesterday. And I did it all because I had DoorDash. I didn't really have to do anything except use my fingers to download the app, put in the promo code LOCK23, L-O-C-K-E-D-2-3 to get 50% off up to a $10 value when you, the first time every day or Get an order of $15 or more. That's easy to spend $15 on food, especially like me. If you are Italian, if you love hosting parties, you want to get something quick, you want to get a pizza just for a Sunday football game, or just something quick on the go, make sure you put in your order at DoorDash. Make sure you use that code LOCKED23. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-2-3. And once again, I'm going to eat all of this food as soon as we are off these airwaves because I got the Eagles blues on Monday and DoorDash is the only way to solve that. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. Guys, exciting news. Lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Lockdown Sports Today, here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lockdown plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Lockdown Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Right here on Lockdown Eagles, we continue to recap a brutal loss, 33-13, to the final The Dallas Cowboys have taken first place in the NFC East. The Niners have taken the one seed in the NFC. The Eagles have been stripped of their powers right now. It feels like I'm wearing a Spider-Man homecoming sweater. If I had to compare it to that movie, it's like when Iron Man took away his suit. Like we're back at square one. We've got to Mm -hmm. be Peter Parker right now and figure out who we are as an Eagles team. Very nerdy reference, but I think it checks out there. Do you know, it just... Again, they have elite players at elite spots right now. They're still 10-3. and three. As you mentioned, they control their own destiny still. Like They have four very favorable games. If you told me they ran the table and were 14-3, and three, I wouldn't really be all that shocked. So I'm not panicking in that way, whereas like the season is over. That's not it. I'm panicking in the sense that in the playoffs, you're going to have to get through these two teams that you just played. And before they kept having to prove us otherwise, like they kept proving us right over and over that they'd find a way to beat good teams. Now it's the first time in years I've been like, they have to now prove me wrong. I'm now doubting. I'm going to head into those games doubting they can win. And now they have to prove me wrong. Like, you know, you mentioned before the show, the 2017 Eagles did because after Wentz got hurt, everything felt so difficult, especially on offense. 100%. They now have to go out there and prove that they can contend once again. Legitimately. They're back where hopefully they feel comfortable. I mean, you would have, let's try and spin it some way or another. I mean, we're we're grasping at straws, Lou, because they clearly don't know what to do with the display that they put out there yesterday. It's clear. Especially, Gino, can we talk about who doesn't know what to do right now? It's coaching. The fact that me and you and you of all people have been anti-Mike Clay for years. The fact that Mike Clay was like our only lifeline at some point yesterday, he was our favorite coordinator, shows how bad that game was. I had the thought of buying a Mike Clay Oregon Ducks jersey yesterday. How sick is that? That's where I am right now as a the human fake punt being. The was the only sense of cojones they had yesterday, man. Yeah, I mean, that, was the, that was the best coaching moment that they had, Lou, because it felt like one coach was prepared. Somebody one didn't guy want to let was, them die. I mean, yeah, one guy was hoping that they could throw a life preserver to this team, and the team just drowned. They drowned in front of them. And Nick Sirianni, I, I know I've been... A, a big supporter of him, 
Mm-hmm. But the last two weeks, man, if this is your offense, your offense, and Mike McCarthy makes you look like a middle school offensive coordinator by the way he designs his offense, you better take that offense, put it into a box, put that box into the garbage, take that garbage, put that garbage into your car, drive that car to the dump and set that garbage on fire and never use it again because that was an embarrassment. An embarrassment. It can't just be on Brian Johnson. It has to be on your head coach too, who is an offensive head coach. It has to be on him. It has to be on the design. It has to be on the scheme because they don't do anything easily. They don't have an answer to pressure. You can't tell me you do when your answer to pressure at the end of the game, when your only chance to have any semblance of coming back is to convert a fourth and long situation and you run Devontae Smith three yards short of the sticks and that's your answer to pressure. They are outcoached. They are outclassed. They are outschemed everywhere except special teams. It feels like we are in a multiverse. I know that is overused, but we are quite literally on a timeline I never thought was going to happen. I, in I feel like I'm watching week. Mike Groh and Press Taylor coach again, Gino. And that's the thing is it's very reminiscent of like last year. You look at the defensive numbers. They were top five in almost every category. Why, though, is because of the talent. I don't think it was because of Jonathan Gannon. I think the personnel was carrying Jonathan mm-hmm. Gannon. This year, if you look at the offense as a whole, you'll be like, they're scoring points. They've put up 30-plus a ton this year. Um, you know, like all the stats say that this offense has been elite this year. But I think that's in spite of Brian Johnson. Like, he's had his moments, and we've given him his props when his flowers when he deserves it. But, um, like you said, there's just so, like, the answers to pressure and adversity and the route concepts take forever. The run game's still not going. It's so, this offense is extremely vanilla, no pre snap motion. He clearly doesn't see that his quarterback's hurt, even though everybody else can see it because he's running him into the ground. I mean, I know he only had five carries, but, you know, it felt like all of them were designed runs up the middle. And Jalen's not running the way he he did in 2022. So they have a coaching problem. And it's not just on offense. Like Sean Desai, I was a big fan of his early in the year, but it feels like when his front four, when his main, like, it's like a pitcher in baseball. Like when his fastball is not going, he has no changeup. Like the front four has been nowhere to be found since the beginning of that Niners game. And they can't disappear because the second and third level, unlike last year, cannot be a reason you win a game. You have to win in spite of them right now because, as we said, they look slow and old in the secondary, and they look just like they have no talent at linebacker. Everything that they're bad at on offense, yeah, they're good at giving other offenses on defense, if that makes sense, to no, where right, sense. the Eagles yeah. aren't good at attacking the middle of the field. They're not good at getting quick hitters, just simple man-beating routes. Like, right. A.J. Brown not one time was ran across the field to just give, like, a free release on a on – right. a, deep over or something like that, but Dallas and San Francisco dominated the middle of the field, beat the heck out of you in the trenches. You're, you're spot on with, it's like a fastball pitcher. Like if that fastball is not working, the other team is hitting home runs. And that's really what it's been. If the Eagles front isn't there, secondary isn't working. The linebackers are just not talented enough at this point. We know that your scheme is just flawed right now. Teams have found a way to beat it. It comes down to everybody. I mean, Howie Roseman not doing a good enough job to replace the guys that you lost in the middle of that defense. It's mm-hmm. it's really a a 30,000-foot overview of mistakes that have led up through this 2023 season coming to fruition over the last couple of weeks. And in the worst way, 
You're sinking in the middle of the ocean right now. Hopefully, there's some boat that comes by and gets this team to at least figure it out and have some sort of chance at or surviving. Or at least have you know your elite units get back to playing to that level because I don't think there's any. Yeah, fumble the football with right exactly. AJ there's no Brown, fixing Jalen. No. Right, there's no fixing the secondary. The secondary is what it is this year. They didn't draft a Christian Gonzalez or Devin Witherspoon in the first round. Those those kids aren't coming right now. The it's safety like they're. They are what they are. They're fine. Linebacker, they don't have any talent. They're just, they're not good enough. So they need, and this is why they're third over the Cowboys and the 49ers when it comes to the NFC, because they have bigger weaknesses. Like, yes, their elite units could beat the Niners and Cowboys, but you, like, unlike those two teams, the Eagles need those units to show up every single game or they're in deep trouble. Mm -hmm. And the pass rush is not finishing sacks. They're still garnishing pressure, but they're not getting the quarterback to the ground. What was the quote that you said? It was like almost is for losers or what was it? Oh, it was from the bleacher report stream. We did a couple weeks ago. That said close enough or losers. Yeah. Close enough is for losers. Like not closing up front. And the offensive line is does not look the same. Lane Johnson's getting beat by Micah Parsons all day yesterday. And let's let's talk about the quarterback. Like Jalen Hurts, he's hurt right now. He is clearly limited, and he is turning the football over at an uncharacteristic rate. When this was a guy that normally that's one thing you could count on was he was not going to make stupid decisions. He was not going to put the ball on the ground. And this year, he's put the ball on the ground more than he should. Like We've defended some of his interceptions, but the five fumbles are not okay. Some of the interceptions are on him, and he looked a little rattled yesterday for the first time in his career. And that, that, that was, was the a, most concerning. That, was that, concerning that might've part. been like, you, you can tell a story yep. in one picture. And I think the Super Bowl is told through the image of Dallas Goddard, just walking through the confetti with his yep. helmet in his hand. Just, you know what it's, that's what it was. That image of Jordan Mailata. And I believe it was Lane Johnson or Jason Kelsey trying to tell Jalen hurts the shake off that fumble and Jalen for the first, for the first time I looked at him, I'm like, Oh no, he, it was like when Wentz threw his helmet against not calm. He's not okay yeah. right now. There is something mentally with this team. And I think it goes, it, it's everybody. They're, they're just broke. They are inside themselves. They are broken. They don't know how to fix it, but they have to, they have the guys Lou, and yeah. nobody and else it's only been two door. weeks. Like you better hope that Jalen better it, not be it's that the best in his head. Teams though, right? Like I know. If, if this is against, no, I know. That's why I'm with you. That's why I am panicking. Teams, like, yeah, but they should not be was, broken. Like that after like two shouldn't. games, like we're panicking, but they should not be broken. And we'll find out if they yeah. are because they should be the favorites the rest of the way in their final four games. They have everything still out in front of them. So, yeah, we're going to find out if this Eagles team is going to roll over and die like they did on Sunday or if they're going to become the team that we saw a few weeks ago that against all odds against the Chiefs, the Bills, the Cowboys, the Dolphins would overcome it. Like, now it's okay. Mm -hmm. We've seen Jekyll and Hyde. Which one are we going to get the rest of the way? So we'll get into that as we wrap up this Monday edition of Lockdown Eagles coming up next. Today's episode of the Lockdown Eagles podcast is brought to you by Prize Picks. It's the most fun we've had winning up to 25 times our money this football season. All you got to do is select two or more players, pick more or less than their projected stats, and place your entry this football season. Also, this basketball season, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball together from the Specials League. This is awesome. I've actually never seen this before in Daily Fantasy. It's a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or 
league. So, for example, let's say that in-season tournament, LeBron James, you could have took him and Devontae Smith at a 10.5 combo of three points made in receptions. Want to play alongside some of PrizePix's favorite players as well, like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now do that too. You can find that through the community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the PrizePix community each and every week. I'm not done, though, talking about PrizePix changing the game. They even offer a reboot policy so that your entries stay in place even if one of your players gets injured. So for football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Head over to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNFL. Use our promo code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Once again, get in on the action. PrizePix.com slash LockedOnNFL. Use our code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day. We're recapping a 33-13 loss to the Dallas Cowboys. The Eagles dropped to 10-3. They dropped to the 5 seed. They dropped to second in the NFC East. Where to go from here, Gino? Again, the sky isn't completely falling. We're panicking from a standpoint of they're no longer the favorite. We don't know if we're confident they can beat this Dallas team this year, if they have it in them to beat San Francisco. But they they control their own destiny still. Like, They're tied still with those two record-wise. They are playing a Seattle Seahawks team next week that might not have their starting quarterback. They play the Giants twice. They play Arizona. They could very well still end up at 14-3, 13-4, be the one seed, be the division champs. So, again, like we're not panicking from a perspective this season is over and there's no shot. But, man, did these two games really open our eyes to the point of I can't say they're the favorite in this conference anymore, and I don't even – want to say they're number two those weaknesses and the way their supposed strengths are playing they're they're three right now in this conference they're maybe the fourth best fifth best team right now in the league i mean who knows in the afc i mean kansas eh, no i would i would still say probably your top four team yeah, yeah. at this now, point if we lose but... to seattle or something now we'll have a different conversation but but they're not good. They're not good at this current point in not time. Right that's for sure. Yeah. Especially on defense. They're one of the worst in the league. So Yeah, it's like there's a rainstorm and there's a giant hole in the roof and they're trying to figure out how to, to close that hole and find a way to stop the bleeding and they just don't have an answer. What is that answer? Might be scrapping what you've done on offense and changing it up, taking a 2018-2019 approach where if it's broken, you got to fix it. Nick Sirianni has done that in the past. After that Raiders game in 2021, him and Jonathan Gannon, one of the report, one of the Eagles beat reporters put this out that they had a conversation that they had a discussion that's like, we need to change things. And Jonathan Gannon was like, yeah, just change everything because if not, we're going to get fired. And yeah. you have to operate with that MO right now. Like you realistically, Jeffrey Lurie, he could do whatever the heck he wants, right? He could go and change the whole thing if he realistically wants to because oh. he's tied to this quarterback and yeah. he's tied to this wide like, receiver. We're not there. But <laughs> no, we're, we're not. We're not there yet. But you have to operate like that, Lou, because you can't be that team that just middles and just says, sure. let's do this again next year. And yeah, you can't sit on your hands. Words. No, you yeah, got to no. change something up. I if mean, you want to write the ship, you, you got to yeah. do it in the next month because by the time January 11th, this time next month comes, yeah. you have to be playing your best football. And that's If you're playing like this, bit. you're not even going to beat Detroit. I mean, you have no. no chance to play to beat playoff teams. The positive spin the you have to put on it is, can you do it when it matters? That's, yes. that's all 
it's the hope that kills you, and it's probably yeah. what's going to be that inevitably is their doom at the end of the season is if they don't get it right when they play these teams again, this very much could be the same exact result. But we have seen this Eagles team be one of the better teams in the playoffs. Yeah, You have to hope that you have to hope that's the case and they can turn it around. Because I was if say. not, this could be the just the message of what 2023 was. A team that had everything they needed and underperformed because the last two weeks it showed that that truly can happen. Glass half full. We've seen this team do it before. We've seen them turn it around. This core has done it in past years with past coaching staffs. They did in 2021 with Nick Sirianni. Um, they've done it this year. They've overcome a lot of obstacles against really good teams and have won football right. games. They have a ton of talent. They're still 10 and three. They still have everything in front of them. Like this season is not over, but yeah, right now, the team we've seen the last two weeks is just not good enough to win a Super Bowl. And that's what we're talking about. Like, this team is still good enough to make the playoffs and maybe win a playoff game. But again, from a perspective of it's you versus, as you mentioned, three contenders. It's Dallas, San Francisco, and you. That's what it was supposed to be. You got destroyed by both. You are now the third little brother in, in this race. Yeah. And so that is something we did not think. We thought... It's you're probably even if it's one A one B you're one A like you're big brother right now not anymore so nope. maybe this team they'll wake up and play better with that underdog label maybe that'll help like it did in 2017 I'm not sure but they got to turn it around and they've got to do it fast because you are now staring up in the standings at the five seed and so if that's not gonna you know if if all these close wins where you were struggling at times and these two huge losses if this Dallas game's not gonna wake you up with all of these punches to the face they're never going to wake up. So we'll, we'll see what Eagles team we get on Sunday against Seattle. We've got a whole nother week of shows coming your way Four more this week to get into that game, as well as one last look back uh, tomorrow's show for stock up, stock down after this 33 to 13 loss to the Dallas Cowboys. But for now, that's going to do it for lockdown Eagles, Gino Camilleri, Lou DiBiase signing off. Thanks so much for making lockdown Eagles. Your first listen each and every day As always. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching and listening and let's go birds. Fly Eagles fly.